Hi guys, Oz here, back from my summer break. I started streaming again about two weeks ago, um, still haven't put out a new Oz report and today's show is going to be different as well. We're going to be interviewing a fellow trader in EVE Online who has been incredibly successful at what he does and who happens to share his achievements in a blog called Markets for ISK. I have mentioned his blog before on my stream and encourage you all to check it out. If you like the content that I put out on Twitch, YouTube, or on this podcast and you would like to support me, then you can do so at patreon.com slash ozeve. And now let's go to the interview with Croda, who runs the Markets for ISK blog. Enjoy. I read uh, pretty much every uh, blog entry just because I, uh, for one, I'm doing um, uh, market intelligence <laughs> because I, I'm quite fascinated by the the, the strategy that he's doing, but um, uh, also because it's uh, it's it's quite entertaining and uh, just like me, Crota has left and uh, come back to the game on uh, on a on a bunch of occasions. So, uh, without uh, much ado, um, Crota, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Charles. So maybe let's start with Pearl Abyss financials that I um, that I just uh, talked about. I know we we talked about them earlier. Um, was there anything on there that uh, that I missed or that you found particularly exciting? How do, what do you think about the um, the health of, uh, of of Pearl Abyss or or CCP overall at the moment? Overall, Pearl Abyss. Uh, the loss was unexpected, but I think you talked about that. Um, for CCP, I think we're going to learn the truth in the Q3 numbers. Um, which will come out in sort of October, November, and then we'll see what the 30% rise has done for the CCP revenue. And we'll get an idea of prices up 30% and we'll see what the volume has done. And I, I think that'll be the, the, the moment of truth. Because we'll, we'll, at the end of the day, CCP has to increase their revenues in EVE by 20% just to eradicate the, the, the loss. And they probably have to increase it by more because of um, wage it will be going up this year anyway. Developers, wage developers are going up everywhere. So yeah, this is going to be uh, this is going to be quite interesting. October, November, to see what's happened. Yeah, I think you you've got not only developer wages going up, but then all, all, overall inflation is also killing them, and especially in a place like Iceland where where life is already uh, expensive. So, uh, in terms of you know a competitive advantage or disadvantage um you know Reykjavik um is is a is a, I think in this current economy a tough place to be um hateless by the way hateless thank you for that uh raid with uh, 64 man I appreciate it welcome uh, everyone that came in from hateless's uh, stream we're talking um to Croda uh, who is a fellow trader and uh, um and CCP financial um uh, analyst i would say uh, along along with what uh, what i do as well so um yeah i uh, what did you think croda uh, when uh, when the subprice increase came out uh, i mean i i already just said that i i thought it was a terrible decision what was your initial reaction i think they were backed into the corner i i think they went for a meeting in south korea and they were told they had to eliminate the loss and the own they can only do two things in the short term they can't increase um player numbers in the short term they can increase prices or decrease costs um and, and essentially if they don't if they don't eradicate their loss then pearl abyss has got a problem they've got 190 million of purchase price sitting on their balance sheet and if, if ccp can't demonstrate that they can justify that in terms of profits um then they've got to write it off so i i i think i think uh, the south koreans laid down the law to them uh, and they came back because it all seemed very quick and in a hurry and unplanned yeah i couldn't i couldn't quite believe it and i um uh, i mean i just i called it a financial gamble earlier and um you know to to make your game essentially the most expensive um mmo out there um in a in a time where you know you haven't really come out with a lot of uh, new content in a long time is um a, it's a huge gamble right and i um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't see how it's going to pay off, but we'll, we'll see. I can't wait for the Q3 numbers as well. I, I, um, I would put my money on revenues um, going down significantly for Eve Online. Um, and uh, if, 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 if they don't, then I'd be very interested in how they pull that off. All right, let's um, let's move over to your um, to your blog or your activities in game. So. 
Um, I think when uh, when we talked earlier, Crota, we realized that we have exactly opposite trading strategies, with which I find fascinating because we somehow end up in the end end up making a, a bunch of uh, ISK, but in different ways. So. Um, you know, for everyone that doesn't know what you do in game, could you give us um, uh, the uh, maybe the the five minute summary of um, uh, of of what you do, what your strategies are, how how many times you've uh, left and come back, Eve, and uh, and all, all all that good stuff. This is third time I've played Eve. Uh, 2012 to 2016 was the first time, um, and then I dropped off. Came back in 2019, dropped off. And I started again in August, September 2020. Um, doing the same thing all the time. I, I play the markets, so I rarely undock. <laughs> um, my strategy has always been the same. It's regional trading. So I am buying from sell orders in Jita, and I'm having the items couriered to my trading locations, which is the other four trading hubs, hubs so Amar, Dodixie, Renz, and Heck. And then some other trading locations I have, and I'm putting them up at a 25% profit margin. Um, so what I mean by that, everything is referenced to sales price. So if I buy an item in Jita for 750 million, I will try and sell it for a billion. So that's 250 million profit. A billion is the sales price. So that's 25% profit margin. And obviously off that comes courier costs, transaction, sales transaction taxes, and broker fees. And that takes about 9% off. So I'm making 16% profits on everything I sell, that's the aim. Uh, billion, so every billion of sales I make makes 164 million. That, that's generally it. My strategy is to focus on items that are slow moving, but high profit. So if an item only sells once every three days or 10 days or 20 days, that is fine by me because it has next to no competition at all. So I stick an item up there and it will sell within the next 10 days. Um, and I will rarely have to change the price in places like Heck and Renz. And Dodixie and Amar, I may have to change the price every so often, um, but it, but essentially I, I operate where there's no competition. And I'm selling sort of um, blueprints, um, skill books, implants, and ship equipment. I'm not selling consumable items or components. So I, I don't sell anything that somebody has on a spreadsheet as part of a cost out, a, a cost sort of, a, a cost into making a product, because that, that is competitive and people tend to be very careful on price. Um, essentially what I'm doing is I'm sort of putting stuff up in Dodixie, which is, you know, what is it, 25 jumps away from, from Jita. And I'm essentially saying, look, you can buy my item for a billion, or you can spend 45 minutes flying to Jita and back and save 250 million. Um, I, I provide no other value, um, so I'm not like a distributor in real life that provides some other value. All I'm doing is giving an ISK time sort of, an ISK time sort of equation to, to the buyer. And I have three aims. Every account I have has to justify its Omega status. So I have got three Omega accounts and three Alpha accounts. Uh, the second aim is to make more than 10 billion profit a month after Plex. And then the third aim, which I'm sort of more or less hitting all the time, is to make 30 billion or 1 billion profit a day um, after Plex, which is about 36 billion profit a month um, after my Plex costs. And if I can do that, I'm, I'm happy. Um, I have three alpha accounts and I'm trying to sort of find sort of two of the characters in those alpha accounts that I can combine to sort of upgrade to another Omega. If I can do that, 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 that would be great. Uh, that, well, that's essentially, that's essentially me completely opposite from, from you. I, I don't <laughs> do low, low, uh, low profit, high volume. I, I rarely sell in, in Jita. Um, I'm all about sort of regional trading and that, that is what I do. Nice. So uh, two things. One, uh, Imperium News, thank you for that uh, raid of uh, 250. Uh, welcome, Brisk and friends. Um, we're talking to Croda, a fellow market trader, about um, trading strategies in EVE Online. Um, I have a bunch of follow-up questions, Croda, but one question just came from chat, and that is, do you do your own hauling? No, I don't. When I, when I start off, I haul up to about 80, 80 million, but all my, all my contracts are couriered out. Um, and I pay two percent. I add twenty percent to the cost, and I pay two percent courier fee, and and I and I get it within sort of a few hours. Yeah. Do you use like uh, the the haulers channel? No, I, I find they're too expensive now. I, I generally put it up on public chat, or more recently, I tend to use the same courier all the time, who I've sort of used now for a year. I find he's very efficient, very quick. 
Um, the stuff, the stuff I tend to, it's very low volume, as in you know one meter cube stuff. So I'm rarely having more than a hundred meter cube transported. So my couriers can use small, fast ships. So less, much less likely to be to be ganked. Yeah, yeah. So um, you said earlier. Um, so maybe to highlight for everyone else, the 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 big difference in strategies from from Crota to to myself is that he focuses on. On, on low volume, high margin items, whereas I do a lot of um, high volume swing trading for, for very small margins, right? Uh, in the end, it's a, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a question of how much time do you want to put in updating orders and how good is your, I guess, your market intelligence and your trade network uh, and how well do you know uh, what sells where for what price, not only not only current price but uh, typical going price and a lot of that you you get through through experience i would say so crota the immediate risk that i see in your strategy and which i'm curious about how you handle that is so how, how do you if you do if you say you're fine with an item trading every 10 days right how um how do you not get stuck with a whole bunch of um inventory Uh, because you, you you're bound to be wrong on some of them and uh, if you're trading on very uh, expensive low volume items then some of them must go wrong you must have uh, big stockpiles somewhere uh, and that's big that's cost of capital i guess yeah so the way i sort of think about that is every saturday night so after this show i'll go through all my trading locations and anything that's got less than 10 days before it expires i put stuff up for three months I drop the price a little bit just to reset set it to 90 days. So there is there is stuff there that's locked up in, in a sense, and, mm -hmm. and I guess that's what you class as getting it wrong. The second way to get it wrong is, you know, I put something up for, you know, a billion, let's say, that I bought for Jita for 750 million, and before you know it, the price in Jita is 500 million. So I've got something that's very expensive. I tend to find that doesn't matter. That billion isk item will still sell for a billion, If somebody wants to buy it, they will still not fly to Jita or get or get these 500 million item couriered out. But your 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 original point is 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 correct. I I do have you know I, I am every location I'm updating three or four items um, that haven't sold for 90 days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> part of the cost of doing business. Um, so. Uh, I get most of my market intelligence from my huge spreadsheets that uh, that I query. Um, you know, I sort by market volume. I look at um, you know the the, the large trading items. Um, everything I talked about my, in my FanFest presentation as well. Um, uh, do you have huge spreadsheets? How do you identify items? Um, is it all experience? Is it analytics? What is it? So it's a mix of things. I mean, firstly, the stuff I'm buying and selling. I have absolutely no idea what the stuff does, um, apart from the mining stuff. I mean, I, I basically I know for mining stuff, it sells in pairs. But otherwise, you know, I'm buying afterburners, trying to sell afterburners, blueprints, skills, skill books, implants. I have absolutely no idea um, what these things do or why, why people would want them. Um, the way I kind of once a month, I go to, what was it, Fuzzy, uh, Fuzzy Enterprise yeah, spreadsheet Fuzzy to get works. a complete... A complete dump, um, down, down, dump of uh, all the items in Eve Online, and I use the API on Eve Marketeer to match that up to prices. So I get the prices, the sell prices for all the items in Jita and the the main trading hubs, and from that I can just sort of use a, use my spreadsheets to make sure am I am I sort of thinking about the right stuff to be buying and to be to be selling. So that's the sort of the the, the main thing, and then on on my sort of APIs um, on. On the game, I sort of have every item I'm trying to sell in, say, Dodixie and MR, and then I've got a whole load of other items that are, I'm interested in. And I'll just cycle through those items every night to sort of see, oh, look, there's no, nothing on sale for here. I should then buy it from Jita, or my experience tells me that this item is up there for 900, 900 million on, on, on Dodixie, but I can actually get it for 500 million on um, from Jita. I, I sort of do that from the spreadsheet. So it's a bit of once a month, make sure I'm, I've got the right stuff I'm looking for, And then every night I'm cycling through looking for for items to sell to replace the items I've already sold. Do you use any other tools in your in your trading? Like Adam Free? Absolutely none. 
Uh, absolutely not at all. I, I use some um, Adam for Eve to sort of work out where's the best place to try and try and start up another trade location. So when I sort of opened up another Omega account with a, a character in Subasaki, which is literally one jump out of Jita, you'd be amazing what the sales you can do there is. Uh, it's in another region, though. And uh, then Tashmerk on Prime, which is obviously in Tashmerk. Uh, I used Adam for Eve to sort of work out those were the places to be in those regions. Um, other than that, no, I, I, I fear not. I, I, I use Eve Tycoon is is my sort of sort of browser sort of um, market browser. Mm-hmm. I, I find I, I'm just I find that much easier to use than Eve Marketeer, but you know other players will, will will have their preference. But Eve Tycoon is the one the one I use, and I use um I also use uh, is it the Eve Portal mobile app just to see all the sales I've done every day. And also, it's the one I use to update my monthly spreadsheet to show me how many sales I've done on the month and all my characters. Yeah, so you don't use uh, Jeeve assets? No, no, I, I sort of, no, in, in a word. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I used to get um, to, to download my transactions and put them into uh, my spreadsheet. But uh, yeah, there's, there's three or four ways of doing that. Um, I, I saw in your blog that... Um, you you're going beyond the 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 biggest trade hubs you actually have alpha accounts in um in in very small trade hubs as well and the way i understand it is you see how it goes and then if it's successful you upgrade to omega is that your strategy that that is exactly right so i want to i want to try and the the ultimate aim is to see if i can have a trade location in every region in high set um, and I'm sort of sucking it and seeing it, if you like. So I had an alpha account in Sobisaki and in Tash Mercon, and I sort of realized pretty quickly that they were going to make it. If I, the, the golden rule is, can I combine two characters together and then one character in Jita and justify the upgrade to Omega? If I can do that, um, then, I, then I will upgrade them to Omega. And then I've got a series of alpha accounts, as you can sort of see in sort of Essence and Verge Vendor and, and places like that. I, I think I'm coming close to the characters in the, in Essence, Alan 10 and Verge Vendor, uh, Arnon. I've got those the wrong way around. I think I'm coming close to be able to combine them to make them an Omega account. But that, that's exactly it. My my dream is is to start to open trade locations in LowSec and, and NullSec, but that, that is proving frighteningly impossible. Yeah. Uh, hauling is your number one problem there. Again, I don't do any of that. Um, I do source some blueprints from LowSec and NullSec. And again, they're all couriered out. I give that to a sort of, I put those on the public, the public sort of courier channels and somebody will pick them up for a 2% fee and, and whisk them over to me. So again, that's not so much a problem. If I can find an NPC station, there's always somebody who's willing to courier stuff out for a fee. Um, you do, what do you do besides trading in game? I, I mean, it sounds like we're a lot alike in that we amass a whole lot of money and then don't do anything with it. Yeah, so primarily I reinvest the money back into the sort of the trading venture, but that that will eventually lead to burnout. So I'm sort of dabbling in manufacturing, and that's the only stuff I sell in Eve. And so far, I can sort of generate enough for for another plex um through manufacturing but it's a bit haphazard i'd love to do pi because event because essentially what i'm doing is i'm i'm gathering up an awful lot of characters in jita um if i can combine them together maybe i can sort of get some pi to to work but uh, i don't know and i'd love to sort of experiment in sort of research i mean essentially i've got these characters well once i've trained up to the maximum trade skills there there is literally no more skills for me to do so i might as well branch into manufacturing or research sort of invention if you like or or pi but i what i'm really bad at is i i don't undock it's not for me yeah yeah welcome to the club um uh, you said i think last time you amassed something like 400 500 billion um and that you gave it all away is that right that's right. Sort of sometime in 2016, I sort of I amassed sort of yeah 400 odd million. Call it 500 because what what I do is I when I sort of say my wealth is 400 million, it's actually 500 million. But I take a provision of 100 billion against that 20 percent provision because I want to sort of say well if I had to fire sell my stuff, I'd have to take a ship it all back to Jeter and, and sell it there. Yeah, I actually gave it away to three players. Uh, one was the Delane Wolf who who does a sort yeah. of a, I know. a podcast. 
and another one, uh, another one was a, a, an individual who did manufacturing out of Amar who stopped podcasting now. And I think the third one was um, somebody who operated out of Losec, and I've forgotten the name of her blog, unfortunately. Um, but she stopped blogging uh, a few years ago. Okay. But essentially, in their mailbox, they 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 got a whole load of cash, plex, and and sort of items <laughs> that they had to sell themselves. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's it's um the whole cost of selling your inventory is something that I think a lot of traders aren't um aren't correctly factoring in in their either in the net worth or their profit um, calculations. It's something that I definitely. Uh, in 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 my funds, I I manage about um, I don't know four four trillion ISK, right? And um, about three trillion of that is tied up in 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 assets. And if I wanted to sell all of them, uh, then that would be a an absolute significant amount of cash that I would have to subtract. So when I calculate the share price for my funds, um, that is something I always subtract beforehand before. Uh, I, I reached the final price because otherwise that would be grossly mis misrepresented. But so it's 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 good to it's good that you're you're considering that as well. Yeah, I think you've got no choice. Uh, you I mean obviously once something's up on the market, you've still got the uh, transaction tax to sell, and then you've got to consider you might have to reduce it. And then finally, and as I've had to do a few times, I've just tried to sell something. There's this I don't know what they are. The um, stand up M set. I just got myself into a load of trouble uh, a year and a half ago, and I had to delist it all from the Dixie market and ship it back to Jita. And that's actually the first, the only time I've made a loss in the, in the quarter. It cost me about ten billion um, to write off, and that, that's when my wealth was about 80, 80 billion. But it, yeah, you've just got to pr have provisions sort of sitting there on your balance sheet to take those hits when they come along. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw I saw somebody putting in chat here uh, a while ago that um they were making fun of my stack of i think it's a 35 billion stack of zero point condensate um that i accidentally listed in jita it's out there right now you can you can buy it it's actually it, it, it the price has increased so now it's now it's it's actually coming up on it's 28.5 billion that's <laughs> yeah sky thanks um that was a fat finger i um um i i accidentally listed uh, the entire stock um cost me um i think several 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 billion uh in uh in listing fees probably uh, or maybe like 700 or 800 million in listing fees um and yeah but it's coming the the price is coming up so it's uh it, it was a very profitable investment uh mistakes do mistakes do happen um so uh croda um so you you then you run three three or four Omega accounts or right now three, um, but then you don't you don't do anything with them. You 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 said earlier you don't you don't even do PI. Um, you're not running abyssals. Um, you're only dabbling a little bit in industry and research, and that's it. Yeah, because I I limit myself to forty five minutes a day. Quite busy in real life. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean the the trading side is quite systematic. Um, it's sort of you know, you get into a routine sort of very quickly and, you know, once a month I'm doing the downloads. That takes a bit longer. Every Saturday night I'm making sure there's nothing with less than 10 days to sell. And, you know, once you've got your courier um, set up, actually my, my courier has just sort of mailed me and said he's, he's happy to be named. Madness. So again, the, I mean, the courier I use is Al from Yorkshire. And if you can, if you can find a courier. Um, I've used him on many well. occasions, many occasions. <laughs> um, he, he gets the stuff there in a, in a few hours. And that means, you know, I get I get home from work. I update all my prices. I work out what's been sold. I then sort of the first thing I do is see if I can, if those things make sense to try and sell again. And then I look for other stuff to sell, um, put it up there. And quite often the, the courier will, will get it back straight to me that night. So before I go to bed, I'm then on for a second time. So half an hour to sort of do everything. And then fifteen minutes before I go, fifteen minutes before I go to bed to to put the stuff on that that, that he delivers. Um, but as well, that's one of the that's one of the great things about Eve. I mean, I, I think doing couriers is is a is, is madness. It's the the risk, the risk asymmetry right. is just you know something else. But he other people do it really well and they enjoy it. Somebody somebody said that earlier that they would have uh, they would like us to discuss a courier uh, pricing and um, let's let's pick that topic up because you you mentioned it. Um, I the 
I don't understand the risk versus re reward calculation that couriers do in EVE Online because no matter how I turn that, that formula or, or you know how I think about that formula, it does not make sense because even, even, if, even if you take, like at any point in time, if I use the hauling channel, right? Any, for 1% collateral, people will ship anything right for the reward of um or the reward of of one percent of collateral right so if if people just get ganked once from my point of view if people just get ganked once they um they're basically destroying the profits of month and months of work and i don't understand how that can be profitable what are your thoughts on that i'm with you i mean i pay two percent um, yeah. for my currying because nice. I'm, I'm, I'm out for speed. Yeah. Um, which, which means essentially my, my courier, if he gets ganked once, he's essentially got to do 50 more trips for me to break even. Um, now, the thing about couriers, you can actually look on them and you can see their history. And, you know, they all obviously what, 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 what any courier will do, including out, is he will gather up all the stuff from Jita. So it'll be me and other people in a ship and he will fly. And, and you know, hopefully he, he flies small, fast ships. Um, so his only risk, if he gets it wrong, his main risk is disconnecting. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, that is the only way I can make the risk-reward work. Otherwise, I, I, I think it's madness because he is essentially putting his balance sheet at risk every night yep. um, to get a 2% return. So um, but He likes doing it, and that's what Eve is about. So, you know, well done him. Do we think um, so? The only thing I can think of is that the, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like people not valuing their own time while while mining or while doing industry, right? Um, uh, the the my, the minerals I mine are free people, the memafs as, as we call them on this in this channel. Um, if if you translate that to hauling, and you have uh, people that might not that 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 yes they're trying to make a profit hauling but if they look at their career um they've actually made a loss over 10 years over five years over two years whatever it is they're hauling uh and they're very large and if they run out of capital then they might even inject with 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 plex um to to keep on going and they're just doing it because they 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 like hauling thereby kind of destroying the economy <laughs> right because they're 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 messing up the prices for everyone else uh, and and it's kind of breaking it's kind of immersion breaking in terms of the economic uh, simulation that eve online is uh, right what do you think i might take a slightly different angle i mean when i sort of Please. look over the last 12 months i mean I, i've spent about 47 billion on courier fees um you know i've done sales of 2.4 trillion I think, and obviously most of that forty-seven billion has gone to one person. Um, I think, I think they probably make a positive return overall. Um, you know, otherwise they keep on dropping out the market, and you 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 just have none left. Uh, you know, and I can't imagine they go out on doing PV and PVP just to sort of finance their sort of loss-making courier side. So, I I might disagree, although I can't I I, I can't think of a good reason why you would be wrong. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think um, I think there are there are definitely some out there that are that are um, that are extremely good and that you know can minimize the risk and that are flying jump freighters and are just aggregating so many contracts that it that that they do make turn a profit. I just uh, in terms of risk versus reward, just the disconnection risk that you were mentioning, just that risk alone makes it not worth it um for me in my head but um you know maybe next time we 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 need to have al from yorkshire on and he can tell us uh what uh what uh, how much how much he's actually making uh hauling and he has hauled for me on a, on a bunch of occasions so um uh, if he's listening thank you uh for 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 hauling that stuff um oz eve how would you price hauling if you had to do it is a question from chat well, I, you know, in a, if it was just me making the prices and there was no competition and I could actually make the prices, um, then 
you know, I would probably charge five times of what people are charging now because you would have to uh, look at the the past year, look at how many uh, times you've lost your ship, um, looked at the the average, you know, percentage risk of losing your ship on various routes and then charge based on that. And I, I the way that people are charging at the moment is not not in any way related to that right if they're if you can get somebody to haul from um uh, from from amar to to jita for one percent of collateral that's pretty crazy right and yeah some of them some of them might you know find a a good wormhole connection some of them might be really really good and some of them might have a fantastically stable internet connection however um you know they what what i'm saying is they're they're not they should be charging a premium for all of that and they should be charging a premium for the risk that they're taking and i feel like um there are a select few that don't charge that premium and thereby um kind of breaking prices and the, and the, and and therefore also keeping some others out of being able to enjoy that activity because it doesn't it's not as profitable as it should be right um, yeah, I've noticed PushX and Red Frog put up their prices a lot when I came back. Uh, I think, you know, to, to, to what the point you're saying is yeah. you have to make a return. Um, I think they are. I think if you, I mean, it makes sense for PushX and the frogs to, 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 to make a profit because what they can do is they can, they can aggregate risk, right? They can aggregate um uh they can spread that risk out to a lot of contracts like an insurance company and on that scale it works like everything i just said only applies to individual um individual haulers really yeah hauler strike yeah. Uh, i mean the, the other point i'll make is i mean i i watched a i sort of subscribed to a youtube channel guy called magaibo who's a ganker mm-hmm. and he explains it really well and calmly what he's doing and and essentially there are a lot of people flying there with stuff that just is just inviting to be ganked. And his point is if you properly set yourself up, so don't, you know, forget the cargo extenders, go for tank and shield, he will probably ignore you because there are enough people flying through the gate mm-hmm. that are a lot more inviting. So there's a bit of sort of safety in numbers and, and being the one with the trainers who can run the fastest um, going on here, I suspect. One, one thing that I, um, or one risk that a lot of people take that even I have taken on on occasion is the whole, you know, I'm just going to haul my stuff from perimeter to Jita or the other way around, right? Which is, um, which is quite uh, insane. Yes, it's it's quite safe if you have an undock, you know, if you if you um, uh, if you have a good undock, especially if you have maybe several undocks uh, that are not always the same and your name is not Oz. Um, uh, or and you know you have a, a maybe a, a, two, a sub two second aligned ship like a, a Sunesis and you're you're hauling you know very expensive uh, skins or something because you've bought them in perimeter and you want to sell them in, in Jita for example. It seems like a very small risk to take, but really it's insanity. If you're if if you are you know hauling I don't know fifty or hundred billion in small stuff, um, even skill injectors for example um from one from from jita to perimeter or the other way around it's it's really an insane risk that you that if you're doing the risk versus reward calculation you really can't do especially because you're actually going to find someone who's who's going to haul it for next to nothing because it's just one jump yeah yeah like i said i mean it's this is what makes eve so exciting i mean there are people who are willing to do it and they can do it well uh, and it's lit, you know, it's a really important component of my business model. Somebody has to do it because I certainly can't do it. Yeah. So um, your current operation, so you, you've been going for what, two years and you went, you started at zero again and you are at, what is it, 447 billion is what it says on your website? Yeah. So always start at zero. So you get 10 million isk coming out of the training and start with that same strategy you know literally literally you're buying missile blueprints from jeter at two hundred thousand, and you're selling them for eight hundred thousand in the dixie now that's not going to excite anyone on this channel or move the dials 
but you know you start you know eventually you're, you're buying stuff for 200 million and you're selling it for higher and then you're buying stuff for 750 million to sell it for a billion but it's exactly the same strategy so somebody with 10 million can can do what i did and and way in the depths of my blog i sort of this goes back several years i sort of gave a sort of an in-depth this is how i did it uh, I, I think i've done that twice um and now i'm yeah my wealth is 450 billion which is about 500 billion on the market take away 100 billion um provision and then i've got 18 billion plex i've got 4300 plex i really should have 9000 which would allow me to take a six month break and still keep my accounts in in omega status you know and then about eight eight billion cash i i aim to have no more than two billion cash before i go to bed every night i i want to keep everything invested because because the only thing i know about cash in my wallet is it'll be there tomorrow it won't go up yeah so how much time do you um do you take uh, uh every day or a week uh in mainly updating orders which is your your, your main activity is going to be updating orders right yeah so <laughs> weekdays no more than 45 minutes per night which is 30 minutes updating orders dodixie and mr take about 20 minutes of that time or 25 minutes rens hex sobasaki tashmerk and all the alpha accounts i just fly through because there is literally no no competition at all mr is the the most competitive place so 30 minutes a night updating orders and then 15 minutes a night sort of working out what what to what to buy and then putting on on the trades and then weekends, Saturday night can can be about an hour, you know, sitting sitting about harder thinking about what more to sell because that then gives ideas for the next week. And then of course going through each account, each character to sort of anything with less than ten days to go before it expires, you know, just updating that. And I'm I'm assuming the breaks the breaks that you take after two years, which is a long time doing that, um, if I may say so, is because you at some point you burn out because it becomes too tedious to update orders every day yeah a bit of that you sort of on both well on the first occasion just ran out um so ran out of things to do and didn't expand um second occasion and actually on both occasions real life just just gets in the way uh which is why this time i don't really want to keep on doing this i i want to sort of try and expand into manufacturing and other stuff and see if i can do it within the time allowance that I that I give myself the the trouble is though that the trading is so profitable and needs so little time that anything else that I think of trying just can't match those metrics so right. I'll, I, I might have to give up you know I give in and sort of say well I want enjoyment therefore I'm gonna to have to take a little less profit every day to do it yeah what's what's your what's your uh, isk goal for this this time around well, it's always a trillion, isn't it? Yeah, that's like nice, nice round number. <laughs> and what are you going to do with it when you got it? When you get it, go for two trillion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and um, somebody in chat asked, "What was your craziest deal?" Um, you know, this this time in the last two years, I've not had a blunder either way. In prior times, I have put something up for a million uh, or, or, you know, a hundred million and somebody has had a fat finger and bought it for a billion. Mm -hmm. um, so, and also there's times when the new skill books came out. Do you remember the vault on specializations? Yeah. Um, I, you made, I made absolute hay in those times. And when the, the mining changes were made last year, I, I made absolute hay as well. Um, I mean, just to say, just generally, if somebody does spend a billion buying something for me that i put up for 100 million if they ask me i will give them that money back yeah me too uh, absolutely yeah and likewise if my if my courier gets ganked i will generally give them back the surplus you know and they will take the hit for the capital but i will give them back the the, the collateral because you know I, i'm not trying to make a profit out of them I'm, you know I if it's a hauler that you have a relationship with though right and not if somebody... exactly yeah. exactly because you want them to keep working for you yeah yeah all right. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think the, the same way. I, um, when, I, when, I see, when I actively see fat fingers where I see, oh God, somebody's going to have a, a really bad day looking at that transaction. Um, if they ask, I, I, always give, I always give it back. Just because I, I know that feeling and um, I get more enjoyment out of making someone's day than, uh, uh, than having another billion in my account. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It just sort of adds to the game, makes it more enjoyable. So you you said um so I, I'm typically someone who's because I don't I don't do a lot of other stuff in game, I am I'm not somebody who's incredibly knowledgeable of what everything does in game, right? But when we talked earlier, you already said that you probably know even less of what the items do than I than than than, than myself just from uh, what you've heard on my stream, right? So uh, I mean, how do you how do you avoid not getting hit by the by the the patch hammer, right? Because uh, you know, something like that 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 hit me really hard you know the uh when 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 you have the amount of moon goo quadrupled or when you uh, have something introduced like moon goo compression um how do you avoid getting hit by that do you do you you know uh, follow hobo leaks um what's what's your strategy to keep informed about what's going on what's what's hitting the market so i will make sure i'm up to date on the patch notes but, but actually, bear in mind, I, I don't buy raw materials. I, I don't buy components. I buy yeah. end products like, you know, large armor, um, you know, ship equipment or, or skill books or blueprints. Rarely, rarely does that get affected by patches. Patches tend to go for the, the raw materials. The, the, it goes for the source material. And I, I'm not interested in any of that. So so I get hit when a skill book disappears. So I have ha I have had, you know, something up for a hundred million on the market and I get sort of three three items of tritanium for it. You know, thank you very much, CCP. <laughs> um but but that's it. That's it. I, I, I get hit by the tax changes. Um but that that'll that'll hit everyone. So generally I, I sort of sail through immune. I sort of say that touching wood because just just in case something else happens. But generally I'm all right. Somebody here, Turrican says something that I that I completely disagree with. Um, old players destroy the game for new players. Casual gamers, station trading destroys prices. Station trading makes markets more efficient, right? Um, station trading is uh, is if anything makes uh, makes the markets more efficient and and prices hit equilibrium faster. Turrican, right? The only thing that you might be referring to it might be if people with a lot of capital go manipulating uh, markets and profit from that, basically price gouging. And um, that is uh, something that actually uh, neither Crota nor I, uh, uh, I, I can't, uh, it, at least it sounds like, like that Crota is not our main activity in game. So uh, I think on that, I would have to rebuff uh, you, Turrican. Yeah, I, mean, I don't do station trading. I've never got my head around that. I mean, essentially, what what am I doing? I am selling stuff in Dodixie that is would not otherwise be available there. Um, I, I think to the, your the, the player's point that you made, I'm selling stuff for quite a lot more than you could buy it in Jita. So if you you have you know you have a choice, you can buy something for me for a billion, or you can fly all the way to Jita and buy it for seven hundred fifty million. That's exactly. But but the service I am providing is I am saving you the time. And I'm I'm asking you to make make the the equation in your mind is 250 million worth 45 minutes of your time. And the answer is quite often yes. Yeah, and interestingly enough, it sounds like you also you also trade in um, in, in 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 regular use items that people you know will 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 buy to put in their ships. And if you're talking about veterans, for example, buying stuff in 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 Dodixie or Amar, a lot of times. Uh, if if we're not talking, you know, hundreds of millions or billions, then most people aren't really going to care about the price. They're only going to care about availability. Because if you're a veteran player, then you don't care if you're buying something for five million or ten million. It's, if it's a module that you need, then um, that's not going to make a, a big difference. You're not going to make the, the 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 fourteen jumps to Jita to to buy your afterburner. That's exactly it. I am. I'm hunting for stuff that has no price sensitivity. That's uh, exactly it's exactly the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, if uh, if if you have no idea what the uh, what the things do, you, which, which is probably an exaggeration, right? Because by now you've probably figured out um, what most items that uh, that are profitable to you are um, what, what what most of them do, but. 
um, you know, how, how do you how do you avoid uh, buying something that just completely doesn't make sense? So do you have some sort of sense about the 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 categories and um and 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 the the, the general general gameplay i i would have to think so right well i'm i'm always buying stuff that does something rather than you know makes your ship look pretty so it does have a use you know it's an afterburner or yeah. a shield repairer or a blueprint so i i don't sell skins and start i've tried it once or twice but i you know that that's really down to you know people's sort of cosmetics and stuff like that uh, but otherwise no i mean you know i i sell a implants are good because you tend to sell the family um, somebody comes along mm -hmm. to buy the the hydra implant and they literally buy the alpha beta gamma delta s you know and and omega but i i still have no idea i i sort of look at the information thinking well i i have no idea why people would want to buy that but but they do and that's all i'm interested in i mean at the end of the day when I sort of put something up for sale, I know that it does sell once every three days or five days or 10 days or 20 days. So I know there is volume there and I know I'm one of the only one, two or three people trying to sell it. So I've got a very good chance of making the sale. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know what it does. Somebody's asking what you do with the training time on your Omega accounts. Do you sell them for, um, uh, do, you, do you extract the skills and sell large skill injectors or do you just have very underutilized high skill point accounts? So what I do is I, the, every Omega account has two traders and one buyer in Jita. The two traders are the first things that get trade up to level five on, on the, the main trade skills, which is accounting, broking, and then how many how many items can you put up for sale? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not interested in the sort of the the other sort of trading skills. Those are the three three or four main ones. And then I train up the one in Jita. Uh, train the one in Jita PI manufacturing sort of invention and stuff like that because the one in Jita is the one who's going to sit there and try and make surplus isk. You know when I get my act together to to sort it out. So so now I don't sort of sell skill points. I'm I'm trying to sort of upgrade the Jita um, character. Do you count the the profit that you're making from invention or industry? Do you count that into the profit that is listed there on your blog? Uh, I've only well, I I've, I tried invention and didn't really go far, far. Manufacturing, yes, I do keep a track of it. Uh, and in my my last monthly update, I sort of sort of stated what profit I I made out of manufacturing, mainly because all the manufacturing sales go through Jita, so I can sort of keep a track of it. Um, but yes, I do sort of try and keep up with it. The thing about why would you want to do manufacturing is you capture more of the margin. So if I'm mm -hmm. buying something from Jita to selling it in Dodixie, that, that's all very good and well. But if I can manufacture it for cheaper, I closer to the buy price in Jita, then I should capture more of the profit. And that's the ultimate aim. The trouble is, as soon as I start manufacturing Jita to sell in Dodixie, I will then no longer know what's the split of my manufacturing profit and the trading profit. But that's something for me to work out further down the line. You'll have enterprise profit at that point. Yeah. Internal pricing, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to make your own transfer pricing. Um, do you trade in Plex? No, never worked it out. Uh, and and the, I imagine the margins are very, very low. The, the, the other thing I do is I, I don't trade in, you know, one, in a player-owned station. I always trade in, in the main trading hub. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, if if there is a if there is a player-owned station near the Dixie or Amar, doesn't interest me. It, it's it's the trading. So I am paying slightly more tax than I otherwise would, but but that is absolutely fine by me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the the that used to be that difference used to be very large, but it's not really anymore. They, um, uh, in, in one of the latest uh, patches, they 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 really um it, it's really close now if especially if you're if you're skilled well uh, the difference between um a, a play on station in terms of tax is not that big uh, so you don't even use the the triple t in perimeter no no okay. at all um, i mean the other thing i'll say is if you're in a main trading hub like the dixie mr uh rens or heck and if there's a cheaper item up for sale somewhere else in the region that really doesn't matter if, if something is up for sale for 500 million and i've got it up for sale for 600 million in the rens trading hub that 600 million will sell people will not leave the rens trading hub and, and fly out in the middle of the in the region to get that 500 million item um, 
it's different in Tashmerkon and maybe in Sobaseki in the sort of the, those regions. Um, but in the main trading regions, it's not at all. You, 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 it's the location, the trading hub that counts, not the rest of the region prices. Uh, so the reason you don't need, you, you wouldn't need the play on station anyway in um, in those other regions because you're base, you're most of the time you're taking stuff from Jita and you're selling it there, right? So uh, you want to sell in the main NPC station anyway because that's going to be the main trade hub and that's where people are going to go to buy your stuff. What, but in in terms of Jita, are you are you just straight up buying the stuff from Jita and then shipping it out, or do you have just a a huge battery of buy orders out in Jita? No, no buy orders at all. Never. I, I try and do that. It doesn't work. So I buy from the sell orders in Jita. So if you're trying to sell something in Jita, I could well end up buying from it, and then that's couriered out, and then I put it up for sale. So I'm I'm buying from sell orders and putting up my own sell sell order. It sounds terribly inefficient. <laughs> I, I, you know, I get that. But again, if you're going for stuff that's low volume, low competition, it, it, it does work. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that's that that is that is su uh, surprising. I would have um, um, I, I guess you would have uh, you would have a hard time hitting your your revenue numbers and you're basing a lot of your 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 profit expectation, profit projection on your revenue number, right? So if you would rely on somebody actually selling your stuff through a buy order, then that wouldn't really work in the system that you have um, you have set up, which I think is really interesting because it shows that, you know, the, the, the system that you're using really, really works. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're, you know, there's probably only a handful of people out there that are doing um, that are doing it the way that you are, and probably just one or two that are doing it at that scale. Yeah, I think, and I think because I think it's for some people it it could be extremely boring. I mean, most people who put an item up for sale kind of expect it to sell within a day or two, because um, as you say, you're tying up a lot of capital to put something up there that takes ten or twenty days to to sell. I mean, obviously, long may that last, because if, if I get serious competition coming in, I literally have to move out of that item. Um, I'll sell it at a knockdown price and then go and find something else to sell. So do you basically have a, an inventory list where you you say, OK, um, you know, in, in Dodixie, we've got to stock uh, this sort of stuff. And then in rents, we got to stock this sort of stuff. Or is it more like you have your standard list of items that you stock everywhere? I, I have a standard list of items per Omega account. So I've got a list of items that I will try and sell in Dodixie and MR and a separate list of items to sell in Renz and Heck uh, and so on and, and so forth. Um, but yes, I, each sort of Omega account has its own sort of sort of list, if, if you like. Yeah, it's um, I, I, I hear you in terms of, you know, splitting, splitting up the specific items per per account because it's um it's just annoying as hell if your if your spreadsheet tells you you have this sort of item or you have a stack of that sort of item and then you actually have to go and look at which account uh has the item etc cetera, etc cetera. so it, i uh, it makes it a lot easier to also keep track of orders for specific items if you split it up by by account yeah exactly exactly Cool. All right, chat. Um, do you guys have any more questions for for Crota here? Um, uh, you know, while while you guys are thinking about that, Crota, it's um, it's been uh, super interesting and uh, really glad that uh, to finally have you have you on the stream. Um, uh, amazing job you're doing, and uh, and you're 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 crazy successful at uh, um, at trading in Eve Online. So it's uh, it's been uh, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure to to talk to you. No, thank you very much. I mean, I, I listen to your your YouTube. I mean, and your Twitch every week. And actually, I, I'll tell you right now, you know, a hundred percent, three hundred percent, five hundred percent more of why <laughs> you're selling than than me. I am purely looking at prices and volume. You, you, it, the reason I listen to what you say is you explain why things are moving. You sort of say this is happening over here, and therefore this product is moving in price over there. I have no idea about that. So I sort of I find what you say extremely valuable. So thank you very much for all your work as well. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, does the uh, I'm just reading from chat here. Does the standing affect his buying and selling? Well, if you're um, uh, in terms of the 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 standing, uh, the the faction standing, do you grind faction standing? Probably not. 
No, I, I, I don't undock. I, every so often, I, well, I'll tell you what, I, I, when I first start, you kind of have to undock and do a little bit of mining so that you can pay the broker fee. Um, <laughs> but that's it. I, I haven't, and you have to shoot the odd NPC that com, comes your way. Uh, but that's it. Um, so there's no standing changes. You know, that, that's something I really miss um, about the way I play EVE because I'm in my own guild, I'm in my own corporation, obviously. So I can't be in anybody else's corporation. I would love to have more time and be in alliances and stuff like that. But actually, I quite I quite enjoy what I'm doing, given, given the time I have. Yeah, I hear you. I'm exactly the same way. I have, um, you know, I, I probably, I, I don't even play 45 minutes a day. I have uh, more like maybe half an hour a day. Um, so uh, absolutely. And I've I've tried the whole corp thing and I just, my, my time is not enough. Like since I'm focused on trading and since I make content around trading, it just it 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 sadly also prevents me from doing other stuff in game, uh, which um, you know is bitter bittersweet. But uh, I hear you. Um, Sledgehard is asking if you are going to move into a new market. Do you have a starter list uh, of like three hundred items, or are you too folk or are you too focused on the high profits, lower moving items uh, to have that? I guess you you've answered that right. You you have your standard list of items, right? I do. And as my wealth gets higher, I drop the low value items. So one of my rules at the moment is I have to make a minimum of 100 million profit per item. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. Um, yeah. You know, and eventually I will be selling stuff for a minimum of a billion. I mean, that's the way it goes is you get more money. You don't want to be selling stuff for 30 million that you bought for 20 million. The, the profits may be great, but it's not going to move the dials. So as you get more wealthy, you have to upgrade. I have to upgrade my items to get sort of better and better otherwise my 45 minutes a day is just going to be killed yeah yeah that's uh that's definitely that's something that i've i've talked about on stream a lot of times is that you've you've got to move up with your capital um symbiotes ask uh um do you use sales acquisition partners ever besides hauling partners so um i'm guessing bulk buys you don't do that right no no again i i, I wouldn't begin to know where to begin yeah, I, I've never even looked at it. I was going to guess that you do a lot of raw materials and that, but no, no, I'm I'm afraid I, I do my own thing. Even if you tried, it wouldn't be very successful, Crota, because I I've you know I've been trading high volume for many many years, and um, there are some people that every month I buy like several orders for you know five to ten billion from them, and I write to them and I'm like, hey. Um, you know, why don't we make a deal? We we save also a whole bunch of taxes, and I never get an answer from from some some answer, but a lot of them don't answer at all, which um uh, I I you know I find quite sad uh, in the in the aspect of a sandbox because that's you know that that for me that would be actually a very nice player interaction and a, and, a, and a nice scenario that I would like to have in that in that sandbox, but it's it's not just doesn't doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, every so often I will, you know, I will buy some, you know, somebody will, or a lot of people will literally buy out all my ore strip miners across my trading hubs. And I'll go to Jeter and I'll, I'll be buying 16 of the things, generally from the same person. And I'll quite often get a mail saying, well, if you, if you want more, I've got a lot more where that came from. But that, <laughs> that's as close as I get to dealing with individuals, but it's never quite happened yet. I mean, I, I just buy from whatever the best sell order price in Jeter is and, and go with that. But I, w I would just love to do that if I had more time and more organization because that, that just makes the game a whole lot more interesting and exciting. Uh, since I since I see uh, that, uh, you know, Hateless, Hateless rated earlier, that, that is um, on, on one or two occasions, uh, Hateless has sold me all of the, the loot from his, um, from his Treglavian uh, fleets. You, know, you can buy like 50 billion worth of um, zero zero point field manipulators and that sort of stuff um that that is something that that does work um if 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 you already know people or um you know if you maybe um have a different connection other than just the in-game client then that that tends to work really well but and and i really enjoy those those interactions actually um Let's see here. The, the questions keep coming in. Crota, if you have some time, uh, we can go through yeah. these questions. Um, Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Um, some, uh, Sander asked if you've tried LowSec. You answered that earlier. Um, you said uh, it's, it's, it's too, too hard. Yeah, I saw some blueprints from LowSec and NullSec. There's some blueprints that you can only get 
in low sec and null sec. And again, I have an alpha player, an alpha account player sitting in the the low sec or null sec NPC station. They buy it, and I, I get it couriered by by somebody else. I mean, there, there used to be another guy who did a blog, and he's stopped now. Um, it's, I can't remember what it's called, Eve Industry, or mm-hmm. it's Industrial yeah. Empire. He was a Canadian guy. Yeah. Um, I tried to set up with him saying, look, can I sort of try and ship stuff into your place and, and try and sell it? But it, it didn't really work. But, but I, you know, I'd love to do that. I've tried to set up and delve in an NPC station, and, and, and frankly, it's gone nowhere. <laughs> um, so I, I can't make it work at the moment. I'm trying, but I can't make it work. Yeah. Uh, Varak asked if you have a favorite mod or item that you trade. Um, let's just think. I mean, it, it goes in waves. Um, so every so often, you'll go through a batch of all my mining stuff. My mining, I'm always making sure I check the mining, all the mining uh, equipment and upgrades um, and and drones. The the closest I come to selling consumables is the mining drones, um, the the sort of the specialist ones. Because um, I, I guess you sell excavators. Would... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they they make good margins. You buy, you buy sort of you know for a stupid price in Jeter and, and selling it for a higher price uh, elsewhere. And you can manufacture some of those as well if if you choose to. Uh, but it goes in waves. Um, so actually, um, a month ago, I had sort of a, a sort of a, a family of implants literally getting sold every night, um, and then it stops. Um, so the, I'd say my my favorite item is the mining stuff because it always seems to be in demand. And you always seem to be able to get good profit margins in, in the outer trading hubs. Crota, I just had an idea. So uh, essentially, if I um, if I have three trillion in assets in Jita, right? So essentially, what um, I'll just set up an API for you to look at my inventory, and then you can just uh, buy from me directly. That's uh, we uh, problem solved. Problem, hey, problem solved. is solved. Although my experience listening to you, to your work is you tend not to do the stuff that i sell you're That's you're true. doing much more the source raw materials and the components some um, of the stuff though, the, buying... the the dead space the dead space modules are one of my very favorite things to do um do you trade in those oh yeah yeah that that's that that's where we do have a good overlap i yeah i trade them all the time yeah because those those are going to be amazing for you because people will want to buy them to fit their ships um out wherever they are and uh, they are um uh, they they are tend to be much cheaper in Jita uh, because that's where all of the, that's where they all get 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 they they end up the the ones that are looted that are traded and uh, and and end up in Jita and then um, uh, they're just uh, you know low volume but super high price so it's really good. No, that's that's exactly it. Um, I, you know, I will buy stuff from probably you in Jita, and I will ship it out to the Dixie, so that's what twenty five jumps away, and sell it at a at good margin and people will do that with people will buy that all day and, and people because people are not looking at that saying gosh this is something every time i press a button i spend disc this is a one-off purchase for them until they lose their ship so they are very price insensitive for buying you know the best afterburner they can get or the best shield repairer or the best armor repairer they can get yeah definitely uh, raven asked if you do sell ships like faction holes no, no, the, the, the closest I've ever come was a, a Thunder, is it a Thunderbird? I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the closest come I've come up. I, I, can't, I can't make the 25% profit margin on ships, and, and I would struggle finding somebody to haul them from Jita to, you know, wherever. Anyway, yeah. so ships, ships is something I, I don't do. No, I, I rarely do it. As a, I, I rarely do it. I, I've, I've traded quite a bit in, in freighters and jump freighters um, in Jita itself, but swing trading not moving them because obviously for obvious reasons um so um i mean just just to just to interrupt the the other feature of what i find sells really well is stuff that can't be manufactured Mm -hmm. Uh, so ships you know has a natural price the manufacturing price plus a plus a margin whereas all the dead space stuff most of it can't be manufactured so it's it's you know there is one less source of competition or one less source of price discovery um, for a dead space item versus a ship, which has a natural price, either manufactured price. Exactly. Plus, it doesn't really have a price ceiling because um, you know, if 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 everyone started wanting uh, flying a certain fit that is just badass and just that is that only works with a specific dead space item, if you had a bunch of them, you would get stupid rich. That will never happen with a ship that people can just manufacture and replace. So. 
another another yeah. reason for 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 trading in dead space modules over over ships um you, as, you as can one see example. it yeah, you can see it in implants some implants you can manufacture and yeah. their their price is capped uh, and others just wing all over the place because you can't manufacture so it really is down to the demand uh, out there and even worse right some you can manufacture or trade in for lp so it's uh, it's even it's even worse there because there you have you have you have two sources of price erosion potentially yes i mean that that's another thing you just reminded me of you know i would love one day because every you know, uh, the some of the mining drones is a really good example the reason they are priced at 400 million is because somebody has literally got the only bpo out there and and the the the, the bpc is priced at 300 million <laughs> So that the reason some of these these excavators are 400 million is you're spending 60 million on the raw materials, 300 million on the on the blueprint copy, and you're trying to sort of sell it at 440. I would love to get hold of one of these rare sort of BPOs, and you know that I, I would just sit back and, and make hay. But well, on a bunch of them, you trade in for the BPC with LP as well. So you have um, you have a value on the BPC because of the LP that gets uh, traded in. Um, so uh let's see do we have any more questions um did coda mention he had a blog yep we talked about that um for someone who likes to farm but don't care about market stuff how can i engage a, a, how can i engage a trader who is hin interested in deals like this you ask that that's um, your, your question is about um, bulk bulk deals. So um, basically, one thing you can do is you can uh, join our discord here, uh, because this is a community that is mostly um, structured around uh, around trading. So if you use a marketplace like ours on our discord, then um, you can definitely get rid of bulk items. I think most of the items I would say that are posted in our Discord actually get um, get get bought and sold, which is something that uh, is 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 is, t is not something that often happens in in other Discord servers. Um, let's see. I think we're done. Uh, let's see. Uh, has he looked into supplying uh, mods to nullsec burner runners like Venal, for example? That's a that's a no. Um, I I tried that eight years ago to Vino, yeah. and I I might give it an, another shot because as I say, I, if I if I can set up or I can find a trading location in Losec or Nalsec, then then that would make my day. Yeah, I I think I think like uh, trade hub um, uh, trade hub creation or you know trade hub. Uh, setting up trade hubs is is one of the one of the coolest activities that you can do in uh, in Evil Nine, but it's incredibly tedious and inc incredibly hard, and you need you need a lot of um, patience, funds, and uh, and and a little bit of diplomacy to do that successfully. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, Broda, I think uh, we're through then. Um, yeah, a lot, lot longer than uh, than I had initially expected, but um, that's just because um, I think, um, you know, what what you do is just sparked a lot of interest from the community. And um, um, thanks so much again for 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 being on here. Hopefully, we can have you uh, uh, back at some uh, at some point in time. Uh, check in on your uh, on your blog again, guys. If you want to check out his blog, I'm gonna link it in here. It's called Markets for Isk. Um, uh, check it out and uh, Crota, you uh, have a, a, a great evening and uh, see you soon. Great. Thanks very much. Keep up the good work. I love the stuff you do. Listen to it every week. Thanks. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>